Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges, and joining us today, Princeton Swammer turned fitness trainer, and she just participated in the final tryout in 2023 for the WWE. Today, we're sitting down with Elena Gu. Elena, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I don't, I have no information, no context about this world that you're about to dive into with us. So thank you for coming on and providing some context, uh, in to your journey from, from swimmer to so much more. Um, so first off you, you made this final tryout for the WWE in 2023. How did this come about? Was this something that was on your radar? Did they contact you? Were you like, I've wanted to be a professional wrestler my whole life, even though I swam? Um, so it kind of came out of the blue, actually. Um, I was doing a, I was in prep for a show not too long ago. I did a, sh a bodybuilding show back in end of November. Um, but when I was in my prep, I received a message from the talent scouts of WWE in my on my Instagram asking me if I wanted um if I was interested basically in trying out for the WWE and I kind of didn't really have any idea of what that would entail just because I was that's not something that I really envisioned for myself um but yeah so they reached out to me end of October while I was in the middle while I was con uh, finishing up my prep and I thought that it would be a great opportunity since um, it was after my show and I could go to Orlando, kind of feel things out and um, see what it was all about. So you go to Orlando, uh, <laughs> take us through the journey. What happens then? Um, so the, it was, a, I think it was like a three and a half day tryout. So um, basically medical clear clearance is done first and then they take you through like a series of um, athletic tests and um, kind of they put you in front of a camera as well to see how well you are in front of a camera and the acting aspect of it. Um, and then Can I got back on this past weekend. So, okay. Can you take me through what some of those athletic tests were as well as what some of the camera tests were? Yeah. Um, so the first day, the first full day we were there, we, um, we, we got in front of a camera to introduce ourselves. Um, basically say your background, what you do, kind of show your personality a little bit, um, but not in a boring way. So something that would grab people's <laughs> attention. If your personality is boring, don't do that. Yeah. So that was kind of like the first like filter, I guess. Like they just want to meet you, see, see what you're like, see what your personality is like. Um, a little bit nerve wracking because that was like the first thing that you do when you get there. Um, but then we did some 
te uh, athletic testing. So like um, uh, a standing broad jump, vertical jump, 10 yard sprint. Uh, There's like a med ball toss. And I think that was basically it, but they do run you through some drills just to get a feel for your athleticism. Um, and then we did an in-ring session. So they taught us the basics of <laughs> the fundamental skills, which was a little bit new to me. Um, but it basically consisted of like front rolls, shoulder rolls, back rolls. Um, and then they taught us how to run the ropes. So on the first day. So that was very, very new and interesting. I had a really good time learning, um, but definitely something very, very new. Um, you mean you didn't the, do these things at swim practice? Oh, no. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. I mean, <laughs> the closest that I could probably relate it to would be a flip turn. But which is not the same at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Um but yeah, and then the second day, they kind of they kind of want to test your coachability as well. So they build upon each skill each day and they kind of run drills, um, incorporating different skills that you learn and build off of each other. So the second day, um, we kind of took those skills that we learned, did combinations of them and then progressed. Um, so then <clears throat> we also started to learn bumps and other things as well. Um, which that was probably the, one of the harder skills to get down because, um, you don't typically intuitively want to drop down on your back and slam onto the ground. Um, <laughs> oh so, yeah. It well said. Experience. <laughs> but, um, I had a lot of fun learning these things and, um, meeting all these people. Um, and then on the second day, they also gave me a script to read. Um, so they kind of put you in a, in a ring and they give you a mic and have a camera on you and your, <laughs> your voice is going through the whole building. Um, which I don't think I was very prepared for that, um, with my background, but it kind of made it work. I enjoyed myself more than I thought I would. Um, doing that. So yeah. Overall, how do you feel like the the tryout went for you? I mean, did do you feel like you were able to get a hold of a lot of these skills or tests? Or were there maybe some that you were like, mm, maybe I didn't do so well on? Um, I will say that growing up a swimmer, you're not the most athletic on land. I don't think, um, I, I feel like my athleticism really shines through more in the water. Um, so I don't really think that anything that I did was super outstanding on land. I do feel like I am somewhat coordinated, I hope. So, um, I'm just hoping that like the overall, ability to be coachable because I've been an athlete my whole life was what uh, shines through a little bit more than the natural on land athleticism. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you feel like your camera work went? Honestly, I, I felt like it went okay. Um, 
the first day was a little a little iffy just because it was like you don't know anyone everyone's a stranger and like um it's a little bit nerve-wracking to be the first thing that you do but the second day it was more comfortable and you kind of can get into your character a little bit more show your personality a little bit more um so the second day was definitely better and i think like over the past three years being on social media and creating content like that has definitely helped me be comfortable in front of a camera um because if you asked me to do this like four years ago there's no chance <laughs> yeah yeah so uh it sounds like a very unique experience um do you feel like you have any takeaways i mean it it it's really cool that you got this opportunity it's really cool that you said yes to it and you know ha had a good time with it do you feel like there you're gonna I, I you're supposed to find out later this week if you're if you're moving forward and what that will look like i think um yes. which which probably by the time this comes out you will have that answer uh so just at this moment do you feel like you have any takeaways regardless of the outcome of it um i'm i'm re really really glad that i did this um i think first of all meeting all these incredible athletes was just a great experience in it itself um so there were athletes there there were other content creators there it was just a great opportunity to meet all these really cool and interesting people um but I also feel like I learned a good amount about myself doing this. Um, again, like I said, I've never been one to be super comfortable in front of a camera. So kind of being pushed out of my comfort zone in that aspect and getting in front of a camera, reading a script, making it my own, kind of developing this character that was based off of my own personality was really cool. Um, and I think that like it has, it was a really short trip, but it, it really did kind of show me, I guess like how to break out of my comfort zone and break out of my shell a little bit, show my personality a little bit more. So um, regardless of the outcome, at least I, I came away with that. Yeah, which I, that's, that's really cool. It, I mean, it sounds like a good experience and ho hopefully one way or the other, it's a, a path of growth. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, you mentioned you are a lifelong swimmer. You've been swimming since you were a kid. Uh, how long, how long is that? When did, when did swimming start for you? Oh gosh. Um, so I think I joined summer swimming when I was about five or six, like, MCSL. Um, and then I kind of, I think I did club starting from when I was seven um, and then competed all throughout high school and then eventually swam with, uh, swam for Princeton for all four years. So I guess when I first <laughs> started any kind of organized like team swimming was when I was six and finished out my career when I was, uh, 22. So when you finished, uh, your career at Princeton, 
was there any desire to keep swimming or were you, I'm good? Honestly, I was good. <laughs> um, I think that doing like, I love swimming still to this day, but I think swimming for however many years that was, it was a lot and I needed, I definitely needed a break from it. Um, and I got that break because after I graduated, I, I, I moved to Kenya for a year, didn't swim at all, um, gave me a chance to miss the sport. Um, and then I came back and was naturally gravitated more towards like training. And I really love the athletic aspect of playing sports. Um, so I kind of explored different avenues of that. And now being, what is it like five, six years removed from the sport, I do miss it a lot. And, um, I think about like getting into racing shape from time to time, but I don't know. It's, it would definitely be a, a shift in what I'm doing right now, but I do miss competing and I do miss racing a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, <laughs> you moved to Kenya for a year after graduating from Princeton. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, so while I was at Princeton, I studied ecology and evolutionary biology. Um, I did my senior year thesis in South Africa, studying African elephants, and I loved it. Um, I loved conservation. I loved wildlife conservation. Um, so I found a fellowship uh, through Princeton where I would spend a year in Kenya at a research, uh, center called Impala and basically be working with researchers there, uh, for wildlife conservation. So after I graduated, I took that fellowship and I moved, <laughs> moved to Kenya for a year. Um, and it was great. It was a great experience. It was very different. Again, pushed me way outside of my comfort zone. Um, met a lot of cool people, international researchers. Um, and it's a, it's a really cool facility just because, um, of the number of people that go there, um, and the number of people that you meet and people are always coming and going, doing their research. Uh, but being someone who lives there long, long lived there long-term and meeting all these people, learning about all these projects, it was, it was really, um, an amazing opportunity and a incredible experience. So then, I mean, that sounds once in a lifetime, super cool. Uh, again, eye opening, right? Like you yeah. said, you get to see all of these different projects happening, meet all of these different people. <clears throat> so take me through once you come back from Kenya, you know, what, how, how did, how did you start down this fitness path, especially for, I, were you exercising while you were in Kenya? Um, kind of, we did have like a small gym, so, um, we had like a couple free weights, but honestly, my knowledge of lifting and going to the gym wasn't too extensive. Um, just because as a swimmer, like our lifts were very geared towards swimming. Um, and we always had a coach, so I never had to do any of the research by myself, um, so it kind of pushed me to find different avenues of exercising. Um, so I did a good amount of running there, um, some light lifting, but all in all, it wasn't, um, 
too big of a part of my life. Like I did some yoga too, which was cool. But um, I came back in 2020 and of course it was the year of the pandemic. (laughs) So um, I'm guessing similar to a lot of other people, I started just like working out at my house and doing like body weight things and light dumbbell work um, just because I honestly didn't really have anything else to do. And um, once the gyms started opening back up, I kind of started going to the gym and learning more about it. And I had a lot of friends in the fitness um, community. So I decided to also get my certification to be a personal trainer, just because it was something that I was very interested in and passionate about. Um, So I did that. And I kind of was a I trained like a hybrid athlete. Like I did some bodybuilding, uh, training, uh, strength training and functional training. I dabbled in like Olympic lifting, which that one was not for me, but I tried it out. Um, (laughs) and then eventually in 2022, I decided to, um, really take bodybuilding a little bit more seriously, hone in on my nutrition, um, and really focus on that style of training so that I could do competitions. And so, um, I guess from the start of 2022 until now is when I've truly just like dedicated all of my fitness journey to being a bodybuilder and competing on stage for that. Yeah. What, what struck you about bodybuilding and specifically about competing in that? Um, I think it was, honestly, I liked the training style. Um, it was more interesting or I found more passion in that kind of training, um, compared to powerlifting or functional training. Um, and I also, it was the, it was seeing other bodybuilders and, the development they had as people, um, not just like their physiques, but like how much growth they experienced from prepping for shows and how much, um, how much passion they had for the sport. And I could see that like the transformation of these people in their physiques first, but also their confidence in themselves and, um, their growth as a person, it just was very inspiring to me to try and do it for myself too. Um, and my first prep, I, it was, it was hard. It it is a hard sport definitely for sure, but I did learn a lot about, um, myself and about the sport and about fitness and nutrition. And it was, and I loved it. And I developed this passion for the sport and I just continue to do it and all the way up until now. So when you are training to compete, you know, like for swimming, for example, you'll have a training cycle and then you'll have meets along the way. And then you'll usually have a focus meet one to three times a year, Mm -hmm. right? Is what is the training cycle and competition cycle in bodybuilding like? Or what has yours been? So I did my first um, competition in October of 2022. um, And I started prepping for that in, I believe, June. 
uh, either May or June. And um, basically your preps are typically 16 to 20 weeks, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and that's just the period where you are trying to get as shredded as possible. Um, so you really got to hone in on your nutrition, on your lift, uh, on your lifts, on your cardio, and everything just has to be done according to plan from your coach, um, down to the last macro nutrient you're eating. But, um, then after that, I took an off season to grow cause I was very new to the sport and I needed to build muscle size. So I took from... October until I started prep this year in July. Um, so several months in the off season and then again, a 20 week prep, um, which I think it depends how experienced you are in the sport, where you are in the sport and what the judges feedback is for you. So being someone, so last year when I was competing for the first time, I was obviously very small. Um, for the division that I was competing in. So I needed it to take extended time off of prep um, to grow and kind of put on that size. Um, some other people, if they if their feedback is not to put on too much size, but to maybe develop one specific muscle group a little bit more or get a little bit leaner, they will take a shorter off season because that's more doable in a shorter time frame. Um, and then people will do anywhere from like one to like three, four shows in a year or in a season. So um, it really depends on the person and what their goal is and um, kind of how their health markers are too, because being super lean for extended period of time is not great for your hormones and it's not great for your overall health um, mental and physical. So it's just really person to person dependent in terms of the cycle of like how long in a year you're prepping versus how long you're growing. Totally. Uh, and then in terms of, you know, you mentioned kind of growth as a person through this, not just physical <laughs> growth. Um, do you feel like you've grown or seen yourself change through this process that's been, I guess, two years now? Yeah. Um, so I feel like being in prep has definitely taught me a lot about um, gratitude. Gratitude, like I'm super grateful for all the people in my life um, that support me in, in this um, passion of mine because it's not easy. Um, like you miss social gatherings or when you go to social gatherings, you bring your own food and it's kind of just, it's different. And um, having people around me that support me and help me get to my goals is very, it means a lot. And I've learned how many, I guess like I've learned about the community that I've surrounded myself with. And it's just incredible to see that and how many people show up for you um, and how many people want to see you win. And on the flip side, it you return the favor as well. So um, 
you know, helping people when they're in prep and I'm in my off season um, and just feeling that gratitude towards, first of all, everyone that is in my community, but also the ability to be doing a sport like this. Um, like my health, um, I've gone through two preps and I stayed relatively healthy throughout my preps and being able to have the avenues to afford coaching and afford this very expensive sport through the nutrition and the, the, um, competition fees and all of that. Like, I just feel very grateful for everything that I have and, um, very grateful for everyone I have as well. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I, that, I mean, it's a great perspective to develop. I feel like any opportunity you get to grow your sense of gratitude is a good one. Yeah, definitely. So me personally, when I stopped swimming, I never wanted to compete in anything again. <laughs> uh, certainly f from a, f from a physical standpoint, right. um, what, you know, you stopped swimming and like you said, you wanted a break from the sport of swimming. Um, what do you feel like is driving you to compete in a, in a highly competitive field like this again? Honestly, I think it's in my nature to be very competitive. Um, and it's also a big motivation for me is just to work towards a goal. And um, I guess with bodybuilding, it's really just about beating yourself and bringing a better physique year after year, season after season. Um, and I think like working towards that and developing my physique in that way and kind of having direction is what really motivates me because I want to bring something better to the stage every time that I step on stage. I want to um, prove to myself that I can do it and prove to everyone else because I am stepping on stage for like a bunch of people to see. Um, but yeah, I would say like just working towards a goal and having that drive behind me is what makes me want to compete in something because I did take a very long time off of competing in anything because I just felt super burnt out. I felt like I couldn't handle it mentally. Um, but eventually I think I took like two, three years off of compete being competitive in anything. And then I started to kind of get this itch <laughs> to like train towards something. And I did, um, a couple like fitness challenges, I guess, um, along the way. So that was when I kind of knew that, all right, I love training towards something and I love challenging myself in this way. Um, so I kind of bit the bullet and was like, all right, I think it's time for me to get into another sport and see how that goes. Yeah, which I mean, also or many swimmers are competitive by nature, right? Like it, yeah. it, it, it adds up. <laughs> you fit the mold, um, but I'm just curious because I think everyone is also a little different in that sense. But moving forward for you, uh, what's hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have news. We'll have an, a status update 
on uh, the WWE yes. situation, <laughs> but just, you know, in terms of, um, in terms, in terms of bodybuilding, in terms of your life, you know, what, what's, what's on the horizon for you? What's next and what's the next goal you're working towards? So I am kind of figuring that out a little bit. Um, there's a lot of opportunities uh, coming up for me, so I don't quite know exactly which avenue that I'm going to be going in just because a lot of things are up in the air. Um, but I have thought a lot about um, starting up a coaching business again Um just because it is something that I am so passionate about and education, um, ed educating myself and educating other people on fitness and nutrition. Um, because right now I work at a doctor's office. I work with the OBGYN as a medical assistant. And I think like health and wellness has always been such a big interest and passion of mine. And I, I want to kind of escalate that to a bigger scale. Um, so I do have my personal training certification. I stopped my personal training business for a little bit. Um, as I was in prep, it was a lot to handle. Um, but I think I, I do want to grow in that aspect and I want to grow that business, um, and start it up again. Um, so that is definitely one thing that I would love to do regardless of the outcome of WWE. Um, and then another aspect of it is uh, I was thinking about potentially going back to school for a master's. Um, so lots of different things kind of moving parts right now. And I think some of them are dependent on others. So we'll see how things work out. We'll see if you're a professional wrestler in a week. Yeah, <laughs> we will see if I have what it takes to be a a superstar. <laughs> well, well, Elena, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with us about this very cool path you've taken since, since being a swimmer. Um, yeah. we always love hearing about swimmers and what they're doing now. So thank you again for sharing your story. Uh, any parting thoughts for our audience before we sign off today? Um, no, I think just, uh, Seeing that how far you can come from something that you've never expected is life is crazy that way. And I'm so grateful for every opportunity that I'm given. I'm very blessed. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.